This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good evening, everyone. It is 5.04 p.m. Hopefully everybody's being super safe in their cars. It's a little white out there. Snow is here. You're listening to Lori and Julia's show on MyTalk 107.1. We're also streaming live on MyTalk1071.com. Donnie Love is out for this entire weekend, so I'm filling in. My name is Lindsay Brown. Ladies? Uh, thank you so much. Lindsay Brown. Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindsay. Okay, so... um. So happy, Julia. So so happy what, this morning. What are you, what are you see, so so happy about? Well, to see a little tease about um, the Bruce Springsteen. You know, Netflix is releasing Springsteen on Broadway because you and I were never going to go to the no, show. You have to stop right now because I need to hold you accountable. And if Donnie was here, he would too because he agreed because we saw a mini performance of Bruce Springsteen on Broadway for the on Tonys. On Broadway for the and we Tony didn't Awards. like that little no, bit. No, you were, didn't like it. I didn't like you it. You hated it. But I said it was because I'm glad I didn't spend eight hundred to fifteen hundred dollars to go and listen to, go to him using where i where is like a netflix like it feels more like a docu you don't feel it doesn't yeah. cost anything nope. i mean it, i would have been so disappointed thinking bruce springsteen on broadway was like i'm going to see him in concert which i've seen him like i've like maybe four times okay. like four times oh, I like the first laugh. time i saw bruce concert in bruce springsteen i think it was was casey I said, that was the first time you ever saw him? Yes. I was late to the game. Late to the game. And I said Born to Casey, to run, baby. well, you saw him early. I said, why is everyone booing him? Because the crowd goes, Bruce. Oh, the Bruce. They're saying mm-hmm. Bruce. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know. And I said, that, why are people booing him? So rude. Him? <clears throat> but Lori, this is so funny because I remember after the Tonys, you're like, oh, that would have been Awful because we would have spent a lot of money. We talked about going to it. And he was only going to be there for three months and it ends up, it's wrapping up at the end of the year. But it was there a long time, yeah. Almost a year at the Walter Kerr Theater. Uh, but anyway, so Netflix is doing this documentary and they've tightened it way up. It's not the entire show, it's him reading, you know, like uh, excerpts from his, from his book or whatever. Anyway, it's not going to cost us anything. And if we don't like it, we can you know, walk away. <laughs> I like how I'm being grouped into this yeah, we. we I, I thought it was fun listening to him tell stories. I know stories. you did, but it... it you hated it. You're I like, didn't oh. like it. So I guess he did this big, huge interview with Esquire to promote this Netflix thing. Because sure. it's going to bring Bruce to the masses. Yeah. Because how many people, honestly, were spending that kind of money to go to New York? A lot of people spent a lot of money on that one. Right, but, but it's right. a small theater. Right. It just didn't hold that many people. And so the resale thing, I guess it was just, you know, it might have even been more. 800 might be an optimistic figure. I think so. People paid a lot of money. A lot of money. To see him in the small theater and tell stories. Yeah. And then remember he did his book? 
a couple years yes. ago or came out and he, I guess, narrates the book. Oh, on in Audible. In Audible. So if oh, you ever get around to it. He passed the test. Okay. So here's some. Uh, the Today Show did a recap of the Springsteen Esquire interview. And here he is talking about, and I guess he writes about this in his book. And he explores this in his Broadway show about how he's always looking for his dad's love and approval. Yeah. You know who could play Bruce Springsteen in a biopic of him? Milo Ventimiglia. I'm looking at, we posted old photos of, or of Springsteen. You know, we did a whole board of him in the 70s and 80s. Milo Ventimiglia could play the boss. Oh, he totally could. Okay, can we just go on a side? For This Is Us? Just for a side thing right now, because I watched two back-to-back This Is Us this morning. Amazing. I don't know. Some people have quit that show, but I some, don't know why. What that show does is it takes in it. They do this multi generational thing, and there's different storylines, and it's not hard to follow or anything. But it's so poignant and timely. Yet in the flashbacks, it's so poignant and tiny because timely because it feels everything old is new, and everything new is old. It's stuff has happened, keeping secrets. Um, all the the messages of this is us, even though. <sighs> The like the the world around you has changed, but the emotional and human feelings mm-hmm. of Those, people, regardless, uh, regardless of what era you're born in, is the same. That's what that show is. It's a shared experience. It's, and, it is, and yeah. it, the acting. So good. I mean, when, I'll tell you why people quit that show. A lot of people can't handle the feels. They don't like that that show makes them feel or cry or. True. That is that is the one thing that I've heard uh, people say. My mom loves everybody on that show, but Sterling K. Brown's oh, character bugs her. Randall bugs her for whatever reason, okay, but she yep. doesn't. She, she keeps, doesn't let it bother. It does, not enough to not watch the show. I've heard other people say, "Oh, I just can't take that show. It's too depressing." I, I just don't, I don't find it that I way. Find it the, hopeful. The same, and the storytelling is so beautiful, and the, the acting, acting is just some. And even the young kid actors oh, who are it's part amazing. of it. It's amazing. I really that show still works so full on on I every agree. level. So if people dropped out of it. I and, and it the reason why I think Milo Ventimiglia, when I look at these pictures of Bruce Springsteen in like nineteen seventy five, mm-hmm. is because in This Is Us we are having flashbacks to Vietnam to, War. to Vietnam, and it's maybe nineteen seventy two. Right, and Milo Ventimiglia, pretty clean cut. Oh, he would totally look like so the boss. much like the mm-hmm. young Bruce Springsteen, yes. right? As he's you know. Anyway, yes. that's Lindsay, just to side note, do you watch This Is Us? I do, actually. And I think I think the feels are definitely a culprit when of why people aren't watching it. I also think it's really hard for people of my generation and younger to kind of go with the old way of wh- how they released episodes. It's, it's every week, and then you have a season, then you have to wait eight months. Yeah, oh Kids aren't gosh. used to that. Okay, you're used to boom, so boom, boom, gratification. Right. Yeah. So a lot of people I know will wait, even though they know a show is good, they'll wait till the entire thing finishes just so they can binge through yes. it. 
Which yeah. I'm like, I love the it's surprise not the package every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think kind of, you know. It's interesting, but that is a generational thing. Absolutely. It is, but that 22 hours of the feels is too much. I need a week to process everything I, that yeah. happens. That is for me. That would be too much feeling for me. Oh my I don't gosh. Want and I wouldn't enjoy that much. It's too much, you know, like to, right. to do it. Like I, it's like Game of Thrones. I like watching that week to week. I like you have to with that. But yeah. it's too much. Now, if you got it all at one time, I think that would be it. Would be icky. kind of overwhelming, and the whole boobs and dragon, and not knowing what's going on, feeling might not be as appreciated as much. You know, if I you, do hope they continue to keep. You know, television. I like waiting. I like the anticipation. For some shows, I and do, I like yeah. knowing Sunday night is the fun night for Game of Thrones, or Tuesday night is the great night for This Is Us. It used to be Thursday night is the great night for that. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Please don't change that networks because they're listening back to Bruce yeah. Springsteen. Okay, but well, Bruce Springsteen. So you know we'll be able to watch Bruce Springsteen. When is this Netflix thing coming out? It is coming out like just in a couple weeks. Okay. Um. So it'll be good, Lori, because he talks about his m- struggle with mental illness. Well, yeah. Here he is talking about his first emotional breakdown he had in the eighties. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think it's coming out like maybe next weekend. He said at 32. 32, he had his first breakdown. breakdown. And he does find out, um, well, let's just play the last two cuts because they both kind of fill in the rest of the story about how he makes peace and what he finds out. And if you've already read his book, then you already know about this. But here we go. Well, let's do this because I was on the phone. I didn't hear which cut. I played one cut ahead. Yeah, fine. So now I'm going to circle back and we'll play the last cut where it's meant. And you want me to play the last well, one as well? I will say when Nebraska came out, if you were a Bruce Springsteen fan of his I earlier records, it, you were just like, oh, what is this? It's so mm. depressing. That was oh, my first Bruce Springsteen concert yeah. in Nebraska at ASU. Oh, my. Weren't you just bummed? A little bit. But yeah. I got used to the slow. But we had no idea right. what was going right. on with him because we'd heard Born to Run and mm-hmm. he was rock and rolling. We're like, what is this? And he never, you know, they, they're they not encouraging you at the record company to say, hey, I wrote all these sad songs because I, I was having a breakdown because my right. father did just thought I was, you know, not any good worth of a person. So let's play this last yep. one. So there you go. So anyway, now really, doesn't all of that make you want to watch it? Or even read oh. it, or listen to him read his book. I had no idea that he we got had the so... book on Laurie. Remember, he co-authored it with somebody because how yeah. did we have we have that book? No, maybe Donna got it for us. No, because I have that Bruce Springsteen yeah, autobiography. He, he got maybe, maybe got that got for you. We the Springsteen himself wrote the book. Right. I was just wondering if there was a no, uh, not okay. no, no. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. listen. I know we got to go. Lindsay's like, get going, girls, get and don't going. forget to watch Christmas Chronicles starring Kurt Russell and Netflix. Santa Claus. I guess it's great. We'll be right back. All right, we got Holly uh, Roberts. Holly Hollywood is here, and she is up for our casting of Melo Ventimiglia doing the boss, doing the boss biopic of him in the seventies, eighties. He was so hot. And go to the Lori and Julia show page and uh, just go through the gallery of young Bruce Springsteen. And you know who did see Bruce Springsteen on Broadway? Colleen Lindstrom. Oh, she did too. Yes, she did. And she said it was one of the most moving pieces of art that she had witnessed. And so... She was like crying watching the trailer right. in the prep room. Well, I did not think as a one-off performance during the Tonys that night, it didn't come across. Sorry. Sorry. 
It you didn't, Julia. Did it. I hated it. I, I thought, did and because I it was so too much, <laughs> too much feelings in the middle of all too this. Too much feelings, Lori. That's oh, the most Lori criticism yeah, of anything yeah, yeah, that yeah, I've yeah, ever heard. It didn't right. say you needed to be. I think you have to see that show in context. So I'm excited to see the movie. We turn that down, Lindsay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So let's stick with the world of music. Okay. Mariah Carey. She is opening up about her infamous comment about Jennifer Lopez. I don't know her. I don't, I don't know, her. know her. So she, Mariah Carey made that comment a couple of years ago to uh, uh, somebody in the German press, and now she's talking to Pitchfork because everyone's really liking her new album, Caution. I know. Yes, yes. I, Lori, I know. I know, people are liking mm-hmm. that album. Yeah, and she said that I was really trying to say something nice or say nothing at all. <laughs> I really was. So now I'm doing it again. So now I'll say something again. Yeah. (laughs) She said, Mariah. It became a cultural catchphrase, though. I don't know her. I don't know know him. Andy Cohen did that about Kathy Griffin. Griffin, yeah. Yeah, it's the ultimate, it's it's a nice shady way of shade. Yeah, and Mariah adds in this new interview with Pitchfork that she tries to stay away from how everyone dissects her every word because you can't drown in that. She yeah, continues, I don't know how people read comments all the time and then survive. Yeah. So speaking no, of her She was self, absolutely delightful last week in the clubhouse. Yes. Uh, just amazing. She seems to be in a very happy place. She looks great. She sounds great. Yep. New writing. management. Yep. She's writing. So fantastic. She's, I'm so excited for that album. I haven't had time to play with the music lately, yeah. but I want some. Cool. All right. Um, Paris Hilton on the talk this afternoon. Oh, I saw her. Tell us. Out. Tell us. Addressing her recent split from her third fiance, mm-hmm. Chris, Chris Zilka. So she said that she's doing really good and that she's having my me time. She, this is what she always <laughs> says when she breaks up. This is a great thing to say when you break up with somebody. And oh, yeah. she's very consistent. Let me guess what else she's. Me, I'm taking care of me. I'm very busy. I believe in Disney and happily ever after. Me. I thought he was Prince Charming because I believe in Prince Charming, but she really, I think, at the bottom of the end of the day, she likes to just have a boyfriend and she doesn't want to be married. And I don't know that she wants kids. Did you write her press release, Lori? Because she said that she's obsessed with Disney stories and love stories. No, I can't. Remember how many times she's been engaged? Right. This is not the first time Paris Hilton has been engaged and in love and called the guy the one. We... This is her M.O. She, Lori, you're right about that. I uh, will say. Remember when The Simple Life came out? It was They were like me and you, they, but 20 years younger. And had a TV show and we had a and radio had a show. show. Was they she were. married to the Greek or, or engaged to the Greek oil yes. guy? Yes, Nico Stavros. Mm-hmm. She has been, She's a, she loves a long time monogamous thing. She wants a ring. She, she wants to plan a wedding. She does. She wants to plan a wedding, but really she just wants to throw herself a foam party. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I say good for her for, you know, breaking up and all of that and sticking to her story. She's had a long time publicist and she says the same thing every time. That's hot. No, but I mean her. her <laughs> Thank you for getting when, that. Yeah. We still yes. use it in all of our yeah. But when That's she off. breaks up, yeah, she, she just does. says nothing. But yeah. you know, she doesn't say anything mean about the person, and just, she kind of went through. It's interesting because she's been around since we've been around. Yeah, you know. Yes, she said that she wishes Chris the best. Yeah, That's and awesome. Now she's. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's moving on. Yeah, I think Simple Life came on in 2005 and we came on in 2002. And I was like, Julia, that Nicole and Paris are me and you, yep. but on TV in 20 years younger. And we had Paris on for her book. <laughs> We had her we on did. for a book, and we had her on for one other thing yeah. a long time ago. In the ago. early days. That's she's hot. Very the Kardashians nice. weren't even a name yet. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. She was just a twinkle in a sex tape's eye that but Kim Kardashian. Size 14 but didn't you shoe. love Simple Life? I did. I did, yeah. I loved that show. Yes, there was a charm about reality shows in the early 2000s. The Simple Life, The Osbournes, shows like that. Anna Nicole even Smith. Anna Nicole. Oh, yeah. yes. Do you like my body? <laughs> And I want to thank all the producers. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Kate Middleton uh, talking. Oh, my gosh. This uh, back and forth. The thirstiness of the British tabloids trying to create drama between Harry and uh, William. And the two duchesses. duchesses. Yes. It's become this weird competition. You know, less than six months ago, it was about how much they loved each other. And now there's all this bitterness. Please tell me someone has spoken up. Well, Kate Middleton has spoken up. And she said she's thrilled about Duchess Meghan's baby. So don't mind the rumors. Knock it off. Yeah. Now, there was some uh, footage of her on Instagram, you know, doing her uh, duchess duties. And it's always weird to hear her speak because she's you just... You don't a, hear her speak very no, often. No. Didn't she say something about, like, she named off her... She said, I'm so excited for my kids to have a cousin close to their age. Oh, yes. Meaning Louis. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Of course. And that felt very heartfelt listening yeah. to her say that. And I thought, yeah. Because her sister Pippa just had a baby. Yeah. The and royal then, courtiers are trying to make a duchess war, brother, and a brother war, war happen. And mm-hmm. I can't figure out why. That's because maybe the sister, the uh, half-sister quits accepting money or something? No. I think it has to do with this uh, Katie Nichols book, the story she couldn't okay. make past legal, and the guy that the Prince Charles. It's just dirty little snidbits of gossip that the book publisher yeah. said, yeah, we can't print that. Right. And it's much ado about nothing because think of you and your family scenario at any given time. Yeah. They're the little snippy things that happen between brothers and sisters and in-laws and all that kind of stuff. And I'm sure that Duchess Kate is genuinely happy that her children are going to have little nieces and nephews and, and cousins, cousins and to play yeah. with. Yeah, of and course. It's so much fun. Because oh. really, I mean, how much mingling do they really do? Do it's a small group, you so know, much they fun. go to school with, and exactly. that whole aristocrat, yeah, oh. that whole aristocrat party. Yeah, yeah oh, I was gonna say, that. what are they looking for future spouses? But well, yeah. maybe that was last century. Yeah, Ooh. that's so. Yeah, that that's was so two hundred years ago. Yeah, Holly. Thank you, thank you. All right, listen, we come back. It's vintage scandal, but we got some traffic. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. And it was quite the scandal. We briefly just talked about Anna Nicole Smith. And today she would have been 50 years old, but she passed away. I think yesterday was her actual birthday. It was going to be her actual birthday. She died at 39, right? Yeah, she did. So let's go back through her timeline, okay? All right. Because a lot happened and keep up. Small town Texas. Small town girl. And Anna Nicole Smith was born in 1967 in Texas. 
She quit her um, sophomore year of high school. She quit high school and worked as a waitress and a cook at a restaurant. Um, A couple years later, she got married. Actually, right then and there, she got married. She was 16 years old to Billy Wayne Smith, Mm -hmm. who was another fry cook at Jim's Crispy Fried Chicken Restaurant where she worked. Classic small town Mm -hmm. story. A year later, they had a boy named Daniel. For the next several years, she supported her son she and Daniel by working at Walmart restaurant and dancing topless at strip clubs. Okay. Was she still married to the guy? She was still married okay. to him. Uh, a couple years later after that, she's dancing at the strip club and she meets Texas oil billionaire J. Howard Marshall II. Yeah, she's 26. He's 89. Yep. Uh, wow. February of that year, she files from divorce from her husband. Mm-hmm. And starts March of that year, she sent in naked photos of herself to Playboy, yeah. and they chose her oh my gosh, to be she's so beautiful. on the cover March of 1992 on the cover of Playboy. June 93 or June 92? 92. Okay. And then wow. in May, again, she's featured as the centerfold. Mm-hmm. Um, she is in Texas. She is out and about with Dan- Daniel, her son, and she sees a guest marciano guests the jean company doing a shooting they were filming people kids in guest jeans and she was just went over to say what's going on here and um the big chief mr marciano uh took one look at her took one look at her and took her to new york and signed her she got a three-year deal she did she bump out claudia schiffer who had been the guest yep claudia schiffer was the first uh, wow. guest brand lady and then came Anna Nicole Smith. She's so gorgeous if you look back at photos of Anna Nicole and just how she just, what a beautiful mm-hmm. face. They didn't like her name because her, her her name she was born with was Vicki Lynn Smith. Yeah. And so they changed it to Anna Nicole. Very she nice. played, she appeared in Playboy a year later in 93 and was named Playmate of the Year. Mm. Then um, the following year she marries Oil Tycoon J. Howard Marshall the section. She's 26. He's 989. Um, but before she married him, Lori, she was hospitalized for three dra- days mixing prescription drugs when she was being the model for um, Guest Jeans and yeah. this Playboy Centerfold. Mm-hmm. So she started back then in 1993 with a problem with mixing prescription drugs. And, and that and might alcohol. have started with her dancing years. Mm-hmm. She was hospitalized. Mm-hmm. She fainted at the Beverly Hills Hotel, Lori. Oh, dear. Okay, so she marries the oil tar- tycoon. January of the following year, he fell seriously ill. And um, Pierce, his son, E. Pierce Marshall, moves to be the appointed um, executor, or something. Guardian, guardian of his father because he was in the hospital. And a legal fight started between Anna Nicole Smith and the son. And he cut off her spousal support of $50,000 a month. August of the following, that same year, the dude dies. The old guy dies of oh pneumonia at 90, leaving spousal support fight unresolved. Mm-mm. Later attends, she later she attended his funeral in her wedding gown. So oh. she's 26. All of his kids are freaked well, he's out. A little, they're a little bit older. He didn't die the first year they met, no, did they? No, they met in 1990. Yeah, she was 26 when they met. Yeah, she met him way oh, back. when she married him, She ma- met say. him in, in 91, and they got married got in 94, June. He fell in July and January of the following year yeah. and died. The she next probably August. made him so happy. Well, that's what her mom, when her mom met him, she's like, 
Anna, he's so old, and she's like, but I make him so happy. He was in a wheelchair, and he takes care of me and Daniel. Yeah. And her whole thing was about her son, Daniel, yeah. taking care of him. So she, he probably paid her apartment, mm-hmm. and she didn't have to dance anymore. Right, and she was on a But sp- I can see where his family is saying, hey, who's this blonde, statuesque, uh, uh, bimbo lady waiting to take our dad's money? Right, right. I mean, he had huge money. I know. So right after, so he dies in August of 95, and the spousal support fight is still going on with the son. November of that year, she's hospitalized for six days, five her spokesman called it an adverse reaction to prescription medication. So again, yeah, again that's only two years later. Is mixing booze. February of the next year, she had to file for bankruptcy. Oh no! September, a couple years later, a California judge. This is two thousand. He died in ninety five. Two thousand. Okay, a California judge issued her four hundred fifty million dollar ruling against the son. That, that that's what she was she owed was as owed, his wife, which was later up to four hundred and seventy four million because he wasn't paying the spousal support for all the years. OK, mm-hmm. um, so that's 2000 March of 2001. A Houston jury rules that Smith is not entitled to one one penny to the to any of that. Wow. And the sole heir is the son. May of that year, the U.S. District Judge in Los Angeles threw out what they already said she got and they threw it out. And said no deal anymore. And of anymore. course, the son has all the money in the world right. for good legal advice. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. Another wow. year, this case is still going on. It was brought to the U.S. District Judge. They awarded her $88 million. And, um, Did that she, she get it? She deserves the half the investment of income he earned during their marriage, plus $44 sure. million in punitive damages. All right. August of that year, the Anna Nicole Smith show premiered, which is why she did the reality show probably to get some make some money. The show ran two years. Um, in twenty three, she it. became a spokesperson for Trim Spa Diet Pills. I remember that. Uh-huh. Then December of two thousand and four, a federal appeals court in San Francisco overturned her eighty five eighty eight million dollar inheritance award. So that she never got a dime. Yeah, and she never got all a dime. Those years and right. Litigation. And then she... Boy, she packed a lot in her life because she know. only lived to be 39. The Supreme Court, she attended, they ruled unanimously in 2006 now that she can pursue her late husband's fortune. <sighs> I mean, this was in court for years. Yeah. Um. Let's see. 2006, and in then, a video statement, she announced she was pregnant. Yeah, that's right. September 2006, she gave birth to Daniel Lynn in the Bahamas mm-hmm. and said Howard K. Stern was the dad. The guy we which knew was from her the attorney. reality show. Or he was her attorney and her manager and maybe her boyfriend. Right. And then on, on the 7th, she gave birth to the baby, Daniel Lynn. And then on September 10th, her 20-year-old son, Daniel, died in her hospital room after she gave birth to the to the, his baby sister. And he died on a combination of Lexapro um, it was antidepressant and uh, alcohol. mixing alcohol, and he died, and then she couldn't even breathe anymore. Remember that? Oh, it was the, it was absolutely tragic oh because, of course, God. you know she blamed herself. She did because he would have he had seen all his life, you know, his mom having this addiction, yep, disease of the pills. To forget the pain, you know, all of that. And then September, so this is September 7th, she gave the birth. The 10th, her boy died in the hospital room. The 26th of the same month, um, the lawyer, Howard K. Stern, claims he's the father of the new baby, Daniel Lynn. The following day, an ex-boyfriend, the photographer, Larry Burkhead, says he's the real father. 
lawsuit started on that. That's right. Oh, that mm-hmm. was just like uh, the entertainment. You couldn't turn. You couldn't. Every Two days single later, night. You... Engage in, they ex- she exchanged um, commitment ceremony vows with Howard Cade Stern in the Bahamas. Which we didn't believe for a second. We felt she looked drugged. November. That was September 28th, yeah. November 7th. She's discharged from a week long stay in the Bahamas hospital where she received treatment for pneumonia and a collapsed lung. Oh December 21st, um, Los Angeles Superior Court ruled that Smith must bring Daniel Lynn to California for the paternity test. February 8th, she collapsed and died at 39 while staying in room 607 at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, Florida. Official mm-hmm. cause of her death was unknown at the time. But it was a cocktail of alcohol and and prescription pills. March 2nd, after more than three weeks of wrangling over body, the photographer and the attorney who says he, who was her husband. Yeah. Um, said, uh, she was buried next to her son, Daniel in the Bahamas. Yeah. And And then, then, and then it wasn't that much. It didn't take that long for the paternity that it was Daniel Burkhead. Well, same month, March, they her death was caused accidental methadone, Valium and a sedative were among the nine medications in her system. Two infections also contributed to it. Former. um, Then they find out the daughter isn't his. Um, It's Larry Burkhead. Yep. And then let's see a Los Angeles courtroom. Um, at March 4th, 2008, Anna Nicole Smith's daughter will inherit her late mother's estate. A Los Angeles judge made the 18-month-old Daniel Lynn Hope the sole heir, but set up a trust. Of of, of the, the original oil mm-hmm. guy's money, the $88 million. Mm-hmm. Now here it is. Wow. Okay. So Smith's lawyer... This, all right, this is so good. But then Howard K. Stern and a doctor were surrendering all the prescriptions because they faced felony charges. That they, yeah, basically... And her fatal death. Mm-hmm. March 13th, 2009, the widow of the son of the Marshall guy who she married, the 89-year-old oil tycoon, the man who fought Anna Nicole Smith for 15 years over oil, um, is urging the Supreme Court to stay out of a long-running legal battle over the state because the kid died. Elaine Marshall in court papers said that the court orders preventing Smith estate from collecting still the $88.5 million from the estate should remain in place while the federal appeals court in San Francisco tries to sort out the tangle of competing claims. Howard K. Stern, acting as Anna Nicole Smith, the lawyer. Um, he wants his, oh my gosh, unbelievable. She's the sole beneficiary of the Smith it, estate. But but it, that's if she gets it. Yeah. If it doesn't stay tight of illegal. But know. this was the craziest of crazy. All right. Well, it was, it's, it's really unbelievable. And you know it will be a movie one day. What has to remember? It was kind of every a movie. day it was a something happened, movie. and we were on the air, and it kept happening and happening. She died when we were on the air, and her Larry Howard K. Stern was out looking for a boat. Yes, when she died. Yeah, I know. And yeah, it was In very Florida. sketchy, very very sketchy. Everyone knew- gave her prescription. She had prescription pills from everybody. Yeah, it's unbelievable. All right, all right, good. Daniel Lynn, Lynn still has the wonky eye. Yeah, They're, they've had a lot of surgery on it. The daughter's gorgeous. Looks just like the dad in Anna Nicole Smith, though. Just as a follow-up. She's about 10. Okay, and with that, we're going to come back with our favorite headline today. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, This isn't our favorite headline, but it is a headline we didn't get to today, and that's that Madonna has lost her three-year battle with her Manhattan co-op. They changed the rules while she was living there, Lori, that basically... You cannot have your kids live in your apartment alone when you're not there. She, she has to be physically present. Okay, this is BS. so New York BS. It's, so BS. it's a co-op rule. I don't know. So like 
her family members, like maybe Lourdes could be there or the nanny could be there. Anyone should be able to be in your home whenever they want. But what was happening is some of her um, people were staying there playing loud music doing a lot of things that bothered the people enough that that's why they had to... Um, that's why they got these strong co-op boards. Yeah, I they do. About it. It's vicious in New York, I'm man. Telling you. Even to get approved to get in this building. Remember, there was like yes. a fight. It took her a while for, to find a building. Yeah. She should just get a place at the Dakota. She's living in Portugal now. Right. Anyway, there's going to be lots of stories tomorrow in the morning news about Les Moonves, by what? the way. Okay, head of uh, former head of CBS. What's going on? Tell me. Well, um, you know, okay, so today, uh, the New York Times. Uh, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Has a story out um, that is basically the headline is is Bobby. If Bobby talks, I'm finished. How Les Moonves tried to silence an accuser. A trove of text messages details a plan by Les Moonves and a faded Hollywood manager to bury a sexual assault allegation. Instead, the scheme to silence the people who are coming forward with the stories. Sing Cham, Ronan Farrow got some of it. It may cost him 120 million. And it is there's a, there was an actress in 1995 when he was president of Warner Brothers, who he forced you know he forced to her what? to give him you know have oral sex on him in order to continue to like act, you know act at CBS. How can how can Julie Chen stay with him? I mean, look how is, yeah, look how hard really... you. Uh, anyway, he tried to squash this story and okay. all these other stories. I be my girlfriend. I'll put you on any show. He was, by the way, married with three kids at the time. Not married to Julie Chen. Be my girlfriend, and I'll put you on the show on any show. <laughs> I remember designing women. Our lady Linda Bloodsworth Thompson said that. Because Les Moonves didn't hire her when he was at Warner Brothers CBS TV, he made his mission to make her life a living hell, even though she was the highest paid woman at CBS with three hit shows, Designing Women, Evening Shade, and one other one. But he couldn't stand her. I mean, this this is the culture the way it was. I would have the hardest time in the world reconciling. I don't care. If I look at Casey in 1995... I feel like he is not far from the man that he was in 2005. When you met him. Or 2015. Um, You know what I mean? I would have a real hard time looking at my 
my See, man knowing, that, knowing he did this. that he didn't just do this to one person but he like destroyed women's careers men's careers he's janet jackson's career. janet jackson he, mm-hmm. he he's killed, a vile person he he, he really is, is oh he is worse than harvey weinstein in a in way in many I mean, ways it ve- feels like he was very they were equally damaging yes but i don't know how she stays with him I don't either. I, because the character, the lack of character, I, I would not uh, have a hard on for him. No. Let's put it that way. That would be my biggest problem. I would like, I would just like be, I might even just well, seize up. Just, okay. Oh, Lori, there's no, graphic again. there's no room in the end. There's no room in the end. The yeah. flower is wilted. The headline is the Howard. I would be going wilted. and getting roadside service elsewhere. I would just Lori, really Lori, lose. <laughs> I would lose all my BDE for my man if I if he was that kind of a guy. I I'm mean, sorry. He, he would really have to like uh, go to therapy. Oh, one hundred percent. Show to me. But I even think maybe even because, admitting it up front because well, because don't forget he was basically cheating on his wife right, with with, a, Julie with Julie Chen too. He married her like three weeks after his divorce was final. So he basically kind of did. But I mean, to tell like I've had. I can't stand him. Mm-mm. And he just is such a snake. And he was out there. I mean, CBS, I bet, rethinks their Julie Chen uh, Big no, Brother thing. No, but it's already a done deal. They can't go back on it and say, now you can't. They but- can just pay her off. Yeah, they can. And get a new host. Mm-hmm. Try a millennial. Hi. Paris Hilton. Give anybody. I mean, Paris Hilton would actually be a great Big Brother uh, host. I mean, she really would. What are you guys doing? I mean, really, really, you know, yeah. don't give it to a Kardashian. They're not good oh, at that God. kind of stuff. Oh, but no, we saw Chloe trying to. Her um, America's Got Talent. Talent. She was just painful. It wasn't America's Got no, Talent. No, it was the other one. Simon Cowell's. Um, X Factor. X Factor. Did you ever watch her as that? Yeah. She was just. She was just wooden. She was a wooden model. She was she me was. at a photo shoot. <laughs> Lindsay, I'm. Or you've gotten so much better. No, I mean I can smile and everything, but if it's a photo shoot and it's something official for the radio station or whatever, you can bet that I will just. Then I really seize, but more like a wooden post. You You're know? so <laughs> funny. Okay, so just a couple other um, things. Our favorite headline was today was "Move Over Elf on the Shelf." There's now Shiraz on the shelf. shelf. Mm-hmm. The video is posted. It's pretty funny. Um, I just want to go back to the Anna Nicole Smith story because, boy, we had to get through a lot. It's always very difficult. And then you were doing a lot of dates and then you were taking glee in some of the things. And I knew you didn't mean to be gleeful, but you were just no, trying I'm to get not. all I'm just the, trying to get it all in. It's so hard. You know, the lady, uh, we have a lot of people who always t- uh, say to us, listen to You Must Remember This, which is a podcast always about old scandal in Hollywood. And she's written a book. The woman who does that podcast, and she's going to be on our show she December eighteenth. That's very exciting, isn't it? That's we just awesome. got the book today. Yeah, we just got the book today. Well, congratulations! Because sex, lies, and seduction—it's been going on forever. It's been going on for Hollywood, and Les Moonves, you know, he is scandalous. He's scandalous. Yep. yep. I bet you he is sleeping on the couch. Oh, now he's that in this trouble. story, because this story just came out on the New York Times like fifteen minutes ago. Um, Everybody have a good night. John Legend and Chrissy Legend's Christmas special is on tonight at 9 o'clock.